It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Hope you had a great Father's Day weekend for all you dads out there. Uh, and if you're not a dad, and if you're going to be a dad at one point, happy soon-to-be Father's Day, however you want to celebrate that. Uh, and I would say this, there's plenty in our listening audience that certainly are. Certainly, there are plenty that aren't if you're not and your dad is still with you, please, 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 please always remember that Father's Day is one day, but it makes the old man feel good if he hears from his son or his daughter on any day. And a couple of words like, I love you, and thanks, Dad, makes a big difference. I would just say that. I was lucky enough in Canton, Ohio, to spend the day with my kids, and it happened to be my son Tyler's, who you hear from time to time, chime in on the podcast because I spend been I, I, you know I've been with him for the last you know, month plus, trying to spend a little extra time with with them and my kids, and back in Virginia and uh, here in Canton, Ohio, where I still am. Um, it was his nineteenth birthday, so uh, you know it was kind of like all on the same day, and it was kind of cool to get to celebrate. Uh, both of those things uh, with him. So because of that, uh, everything is kind of, you know, and it's the dead of summer. Everything's a little bit pushed back a little bit. So we will have a bunch of episodes for you. Uh, We will have some good content for you coming up later on in this episode, Ryan Kerrigan, like soon. Uh, And as well, coming up later on this week, you'll hear from Doug Williams. All right. So this particular episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast uh, is brought to you by Built Bar. That's right. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. And they're also running, by the way, a 50%, up to 50% off special uh, this particular week. So go check that out as well. All right, so here we go with this particular episode we're going to hear ryan kerrigan part one and ryan kerrigan part two and then we'll finish it up with some strong thoughts on the redskins decision to honor bobby mitchell so here's what i wanted to do part one of ryan kerrigan is les carpenter of the washington post asking him about whether or not he wants to be here long term stay what he thinks And I would say this, it's going to be a delicate topic um, only because out of respect for Ryan Kerrigan, right? Nobody has anything bad to say about Ryan Kerrigan, the person. But as a football player, we all know that even in his prime, he wasn't great at everything. He was very good as a 
pass rusher and as an effort guy. But he wasn't great stopping the run, especially sucked in on bootlegs and stuff. And he was never great in coverage. I mean, he tried. It's not like it was a lack of effort. It's just, you know, a big old country boy at 265-ish is just not going to be great in coverage against jitterbug receivers, backs, and 245-pound tight ends who can run like deer. Just not going to happen. That's just not the way it is, and that's not the way it should be, right? So Kerrigan, going into the final year of his deal, asked if he wants to be here, if he knows what his future is. Is this his final year? Is that how he's approaching it? Part one of Ryan Kerrigan meeting with reporters about a week and a half ago or so, courtesy of Redskins.com and my buddy Tom Brock Plyman over at 106.7 The Fan. Kind of curious, you know, there was sort of an offseason where maybe you were kind of wondering what was you know, going to happen with the future here, you know. Do you feel settled now? Have you kind of gotten some time with Rivera? And where do you kind of see your future going with the Redskins? I, I obviously hope to be here for the duration of my football career, however long that is. I've got to talk to Coach Rivera a couple times over the phone. Uh, I haven't really been able to meet him in person yet because of the whole lockdown and whatnot. But, um, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully I'm here for the long haul. I want to be here. And uh, they, they know where I stand. And that's uh, – that's I've made – I want to be here. Hey, Ryan, thanks for doing this. Um, you said you want to be here, obviously. We know that. But they have, they have Montez. They have Chase. How do you see yourself – fitting in with this group and, and in, within this defense, how do you see that? I definitely plan on still being a big part of it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to get to work in a 4-3 for the first time in my NFL career. I've been a 3-4 guy my whole career, and um, to have the chance to play in a system like this is really exciting. Um, just go, going through the Zoom meetings this past couple of months and um, getting to learn what they expect from us on the edge, it's uh, it's exciting. So I'm, I'm hoping, obviously, to be, be a big part of uh, – part of uh, this team and this defense. How much interaction have you had uh, with the coaches and, and what, are you, what is your sense of how they want to use you guys and, and what this new system is going to look like? We've been having uh, our Zoom meetings four times a week uh, since I think April 20th or so. So that's when we started. So um, got a lot of familiarity with, you know, Coach Mills, our D-line our D coach, a lot, a good amount of familiarity with with uh, Coach uh, Del Rio too. He's, he hops in on our meetings quite a bit and um, I think I mean, it's it's exciting for us uh, up front because they want us playing fast, they want us playing physical, and they want us playing in our opponent's backfield. And um, that's kind of like the similar to how they use myself and my and my teammates in college. That kind of that kind of way up front, and so it's really exciting for me. Ryan, thanks for taking time, man. Um, I wanted to ask you. Kind of touched on getting to play in a four three for the first time in your career. And knowing you a little, I don't think you're going to say that maybe you were misused in past seasons, but how much better do you think you can be in a 4-3? How much of an impact will it make for you? Well, I definitely I, – I don't feel I was misused over the years. I feel like, you know, that's kind of what the defense calls for is, you know, sometimes they wanted us, you know, rushing. Sometimes they wanted us in coverage. Um, I know, and, and, and that's really all defenses. It's 4-3s included. So every now and then you're going to have to drop, but just – probably not quite as much as we would in, as we did in, in the three, four, but uh, some I'm excited. I'm hoping uh, they, they said they want us going forward and, and doing what we do best. And so that's, that's sort of uh, we're excited about doing. And, and how much of an impact can that make for you? If, I mean, bring in Chase Young, bring in Montez Sweat, maybe you're seeing fewer snaps, but do you think you'll be in more high, 
high probability passing situations? I mean, I guess we'll just see how it how it plays out when when the game times come. Because I mean, rotations and whatnot kind of are kind of largely dictated by you know the just the, what's going on in the game where you know it's different and different things like that. So I'm I'm just I'm hoping to make as many plays as possible, and I think this defense will give us give us that opportunity up front. You know, obviously, you've been effectively the face of this defense for several years now, and and with good with good reason. It may feel like from the outside that for the first time in a while, maybe that isn't the case in part because of some of the young guys coming in and the way things ended for you. How do you kind of feel about where you from that perspective that that, that you're maybe not the guy that's drawing all the attention going into this uh, training camp? I mean, that's that's kind of the way the NFL works. I mean, you. You, you play a long time and you're fortunate in that regard, but people, you know, especially when, when you're, when as a team, when you're not doing, when you're not, you know, having the success you want to as a team, um, you know, fans and people look for new reasons to get excited. And, you know, that and fans should be excited about guys like Chase and, I mean, hell, if I had the number two overall pick, I, would, I mean, number two pick, I would have done the same, same thing. Um, so it, it's, uh, I mean, there's, there's reason for that. And I mean, we got, you know, other guys coming in too. And, uh, I think they should, our fans and everyone should be excited about, you know, our young guys and new coaches we're bringing in. And that's just, I mean, that's, I think that's, like I said, kind of the way the NFL works is, you know, people just, they, they, when you're, when your team, when your team isn't, you know, delivering the way you want to, they look for new reasons to be excited. And those are very legitimate reasons to be excited. What have your impressions been of Chase Young so far? And um, do you feel like, you know, you kind of mentioned that rotation and everyone talks about the rotation, but does that cause your game to be overlooked at all? to what you still have left in the tank? I mean, I feel like in a, in a way, maybe, but like, I mean, I, I know what I, I know how I feel. I know what I can do. And I mean, I, I've seen, you know, what I did on, you know, last year was definitely not what I ever would want to put on film again. It just, I got, you know, got away from some fundamental things that really prevented me from, from having my, uh, from being productive like I usually am. But um, Chase has been, have been really impressive. I mean, he's, uh, we've only get, gotten limited interaction with him because we're on we're on calls like this you know getting to interact but he's uh he seemed to pick up the defense pretty pretty well so far and um that's that's what I'm always usually impressed with with a lot of guys when they come into the league is if they can how quickly they can pick things up mentally because I mean you know the physical talents there but can they pick things up mentally and I think Chase has shown that so far what were some of those things that you Felt like you didn't want to put on tape again. What were some areas in the game that you noticed? Uh, just like some fund- fundamental things that I kind of got away from last year with, you know, angles to the quarterback and then, you know, not maybe not cha- not changing up my game plan, you know, mid-game if something wasn't working. And um, so just things like that that ultimately could have, you know, helped me be more productive that I didn't do. And so, I mean, I've seen them on film now and I know what to do to correct it. So I just got to go do it now. All right, so that is Ryan Kerrigan part one. Coming up, you will hear the rest of Ryan Kerrigan meeting with reporters again, courtesy of Redskins.com. And thanks to my buddy Tom Brock Plyman for turning that around over at 106.7 The Fan. You will hear Kerrigan on Father's Day, which just passed, of course. He was asked this before Father's Day. Uh, And as well to kind of double down on the direction of the franchise and the defense as a whole, which, as we know, is a strength. Ryan Kerrigan, part two, next, right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks, as always, for downloading. Please, especially more than ever, we need your help. We need you to spread the word. I know some of you guys, I see some of the comments. Some of you guys don't like me. Some of you guys think I complain too much. 
Uh, guess what? That's the world. You complain too in your life. I complain in my life. It just so happens that sometimes it's in a public forum. And I try, I try very hard not to complain, but it happens from time to time, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, also, we wanted to let you guys know that the Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. In the month of June, Locked On is matching a total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. That's a noble cause and effort, as we've seen over the last month or so, uh, rightfully ratcheted up. But quite honestly, it should have been happening all along, if not done long ago. Uh, and, you know, without making this too political, this is stuff that, again, needed to be addressed and addressed head on many, 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 many years ago. And it's only been here and there. It's only been partial. So please uh, go to lockedonpodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. All right. Part two of Ryan Kerrigan next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here for our friends at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go if you are looking for a meal replacement bar, if you're looking for a post-workout bar, if you're looking for a late-night snack option that is really tasty and really good for you, right? Who needs that bowl of chocolate ice cream when you can have a Built Bar? They're covered 100% in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Eight chocolate nut flavors based, eight nut-free chocolate-based flavors. And they keep bringing back different flavors that I see all the time in the promotional material that I get because I'm a Built Bar customer. That's right. When you become a Built Bar customer, you put in your email address, and then they send you all sorts of promo material and information about what they're working on and what they're bringing back and what they're not bringing back and what they have in stock, like my favorite, the peanut butter brownie, 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams of net carbs. It's all for you at BuiltBar.com. And they're doing this really amazing thing, uh, up to 50% off if you buy four uh, boxes or more. Go check them out at BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. Tell them Locked On Redskins, Chris Russell, and the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. Why don't you? BuiltBar.com. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, 
And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, we're back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. It is Chris Russell with you. Back to Ryan Kerrigan. We wrap that up. We will talk about Bobby Mitchell and the decision by the Redskins to retire his number in just a couple of moments. So stay tuned for that, please. Ryan Kerrigan, wrapping up his time with the media, is uh, he enters his final year, perhaps, perhaps his final year with the Redskins right here and right now. Obviously, you and the defense as a whole didn't have the year that you guys wanted to have last year. Uh, but obviously, with all the changes that we've talked about so far, what do you feel like are, are reasonable expectations uh, for, for the defense going into this season? It's really tough to say. I mean, because we haven't, I mean, we haven't even been together physically yet. So it's tough to, it's tough to say what reasonable expectations are, but I mean, we, uh, we have a lot of talent, that's for sure. And we look, we look real good on paper right now, but that's, that'll only get you so far. We got to go out there and prove it and go out there and work during training camp or whenever it is that we get together and, and, you know, make it happen. When you do get together, I guess, other than maybe scheme change or, or who's picking up the defense, you know, fast or, or anything like that, what are you looking for? What are the keys that you're going to pick up on um, that would tell you, I guess, that, that you guys could put it together? I guess, I mean, just how we how we fare against our offense will be one thing and how consistent we are. Are we having one good day against our offense, one bad day, or, you know, are we stacking good day after good day after good day? Because if you're doing that, then you kind of get a sense, okay, we're going to be we're going to be pretty good. But yeah, that consistency will be a, a big, uh, big telling point, I think, for us. 2020 kind of feels like a big chance for this franchise to reset with the new regime. So I'm wondering, is is there a quality or a trait you hope that the 2020 Redskins have that maybe the 2011 to 2019 Redskins didn't? Like, what do you want this kind of new chapter for the team to look like? I just want to win more, I guess. But I, how, how we get that done, I guess, we it takes each individual making a commitment, being accountable, being you know, doing everything that you need to do to be prepared and, and then some, you know, we got, you got, you got to go that extra mile in the NFL to be good. And whether that's studying more film or, you know, doing more treatment to make sure you're rested for practice the next day, you, you got to do those little things. And hopefully, you know, everyone can really buy in and make that yeah. commitment that so we can, you know, we can make it happen this year. Can you talk about what comes to mind when you when you hear the names, you know, Monte Sweat, Chase Young, and Ryan Kerrigan on defense? What can fans expect this upcoming year? Hopefully a lot of a lot of production on the edge. I mean, we got the talent there. I mean, everyone knows what what Chase can do. I mean, Sweat, I think, you know, he's he's an extremely talented guy, finished strong last year. We we got a chance to be pretty effective and pretty pretty productive on the edge. But again, like I said with our entire defense, we're all we're all good on paper right now. We got to go out there and prove it in you know, training camp and the preseason and the regular season. And can you just uh, talk a little bit about the Shawn Michaels celebration? How did that come about? And it, will, we, will we continue to see that? I mean, last year you broke your game, your 139 consecutive games. Yeah, yeah well, that, I mean, that started in 2014. My buddy Will Compton at the time kind of told me I should, I should do that when I get a sack and whatnot because I wasn't a big sack dance guy back you know my first three three and a half years in the league but then I, I comp was just in my ear about a bunch and I finally obliged and it just kind of stuck and people seem to like it so I've, I've kept it up and um you know hopefully more about to come this year has there been anything that you anything creative you've had to come up with uh during this pandemic to sh stay in shape for the uh, upcoming season yeah, the first couple, the first like three, you know, three or four weeks when the lockdown first hit and like the, the gyms all closed and whatnot, 
um, had to get kind of creative here around here. I mean, I had a couple of like dumbbell of those like adjustable dumbbells that like, but they only went up to 55 pounds and uh, I, but that like, and luckily they were here. I mean, the previous owners of the house left them here. So thank goodness or else I would have wanted to have had anything to work with, but, um, had, you know, tried to get creative with those, um, didn't have a sled to push. So I'd like push my car when, you know, my wife, my wife sit in the driver's seat and I'd push the car. Um, but other than that, it was, you know, kind of a lot of push ups, core work, um, jump rope, just things you could do around the house. Cause you no, know, got a gym at home, but, um, luckily my gym kind of opened back up after about four weeks or so. And I've been able to get back training since. Okay. I have a question, but I want to first uh, give back to this pushing of the car. Explain to me exactly what you did to push this car. And, uh, is there a video of this by any chance of you pushing your wife in the car to work out? Yeah, we, we did have a, we have a video of it, but I mean, it, it wasn't, I mean, it, it sounds like a great feat. It's really, I mean, it's not that bad. It's not, not that heavy. It was more the distance than anything that got me, but, uh, um, yeah, it, it was just, it was just trying to be resourceful. I mean, we don't, don't have a sled or anything to push. So I did, had to, had to get the conditioning and strengthening in somehow. And earlier you mentioned, um, that to be better as a team, each individual has to be committed to getting better personally. What have you personally been focusing on? If there's one thing you could say this off season and this very weird off season, what have you really been focusing on as an individual to get better? Um, well, I got, I got with this, my trainer out here, Ryan, and he, uh, he happens to be named Ryan too, but he, uh, um, he really is pretty, you know, forward thinking with like mobility and stuff like that, especially hip mobility. And so I've been doing a lot, a lot of different exercises that I've never done before. And with, you know, hip, hip mobility and range of motion and things like that, just trying to, you know, stay limber, stay, stay mobile. And that's been a big point of emphasis for me. Ryan, Father's Day is coming up, still is relatively a young and new father. What does this day mean for you, um, and, and how has it changed since you have had uh, become a father? Oh, I'm very excited for it. I told uh, I told my wife all I really I haven't got I told my wife all I really want for Father's Day is just to play golf. I haven't got to play any golf this off season, so uh, I uh, just told her just let me play 18 and I'll be good. But it, it definitely is. Uh, Definitely more meaningful nowadays. Um, you know, having a having a 15 month old, and uh, it's you know she's she's the light of our lives, and just makes you know makes our days so much better. So I mean, it's it's definitely a it's an honor to be her father, and and it's cool that I get to celebrate Father's Day because of her. And can I follow up with everything that's kind of going on in the world right now with the Black Lives Matter and the movements and the social injustice? What conversations are you having with your teammates about this on how you can have an impact going forward? Well, I know Coach Rivera, you know, is working on doing the getting those town halls, you know, working together, and then we're forming the uh, the one the program to, to you know get to be able to address some of these issues a little better. And we we've been um, we've been we've had we've discussed it a little bit on our Zoom meetings this past week, and kind of kind of gave the guys the floor to tell us how how everyone feels. And um, I think one of the things you know we're all I think we're all on the same page. We were all against anti, we're all against racism. And I think that's one thing that, you know, we all, you know, really are uniting in is that we don't, we don't want anyone to feel that, you know, they're, they're not, not equal to, to others just because of race or skin color. And so that's, you know, and, and we're all, so we're on the same page. With that. Hey Ryan, just to follow up on that, um, about what you've like, what have you kind of learned from your teammates or has there been anything really eye opening to you about just uh, maybe some of your teammates' experiences with racism or anything that you guys have shared in the meetings that have really kind of stood out? 
me specifically, it was it was just realizing, you know, it's it's just sad to think that we're we're still here. Like, you know, it's it's 2020, and this is we're still at at this point in society. And um, I've you know, I was fortunate to grow up in a really diverse community, and so like I, you know, we were we were all we were friends with everybody, you know, you know, black, white, Mexican, like we were all we were all just friends, like, and we didn't. So like, race was never like a big was never like it was never a, an issue or a talking point just because we were all we we're all friends we we're all like okay we're just we're just classmates peers whatever and it's and it's, so it's when I think about like that when I think about those people I grew up with and people I've been in locker rooms with it's like man like how did they, like how how do how do we as a, as a society still make these make these individuals feel this way at they're in this you know this at this time and it's uh that's one of the things that's just been a bummer to, to kind of reflect on and think about over these past couple of weeks. All right. So that is Ryan Kerrigan. And all right, guys, it is Chris Russell here for our friends at rockauto.com. So here's what I decided to do. I, I decided to get a new car because my car had 182,000 miles on it. But before I did that, before I did that, I did check out rockauto.com and I did get a piece that I needed at a great, great price. That's right. I needed new windshield wipers and I got them at rockauto.com. And you can too. But here's the great news. You can get something as simple as windshield wipers or you can get something as big as, you know, a, a new exhaust system or a new brake set, rotors, whatever you need. It's available for you at rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Easy to navigate, easy to check out. Everything from engine control modules, again, to brake parts, as we just mentioned, to tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. If you have, you know, if you like me, I drink in my car and I spill coffee and stuff gets knocked around, you can get it all at rockauto.com. When you go there and you go to check out you'll see all the parts available for your car and truck but right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you at rockauto.com rockauto.com why go to those big name chain stores where they have to pay the overhead and guess who pays the overhead you. They don't have to do that at rockauto.com because they want you as their customer. They want to keep you happy and they want to keep the prices low at rockauto.com. Go check them out. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, 
And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, we're wrapping things up here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I have a lot more on this particular issue in our Google News Initiative five-minute report available wherever you download the Locked on Redskins podcast or say, hey, Google, play me the Redskins um, and you should be able to pull it up pretty easily. We do a Monday through Friday, one and five minute reports. The five minute reports are not always five minutes. They're usually a lot shorter than that. Uh, just if you're a time consuming uh, type person, we all understand everybody's got a lot going on, right? So the Redskins on Saturday morning decided to announce that they would retire the number 49 for Bobby Mitchell. Now, this should have been done 10, 5, one year ago, whatever years ago, 20 years ago, Bobby Mitchell wasn't just a player. He wasn't just a front office executive. He wasn't just a humanitarian. He was obviously a very notable player in Redskins history as he was the first black player uh, that George Preston Marshall was forced, forced to essentially accept and honor and have on his team. So for an organization that, quite honestly, many think, is racist by nature, whether that's right, wrong, you know, that's everybody's individual opinion. I, I you know, I, I can serve, I, I, I can't win any argument one way or the other. I mean, you are, you think what you think and whatever the case might be. Here's what I know. Doing the right thing doesn't take this long. That's what I know. Yes, it's a nice honor. Yes, it's nice that they did this. But posthumously, um, you know, now that Bobby Mitchell is no longer with us, it kind of sucks. I mean, that's what I'll say. Uh, I'm going to address more of this issue um, in another podcast um, when we have more time. But the fact that Bobby Mitchell can't see this and can't realize this after all of his years, at least it's nice that his family certainly gets the honor and they were included in the press release. But it just sucks that it came a couple of months after Bobby passed away. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, again, thanks for being with us. If you'd like to fire off a complaint, please do so at russellmania09 at gmail.com. That's russellmania09 at gmail.com. I think we can all be adults here and we can have intelligent conversation. You might not like what I say. You might not agree with what I say. I might speak in broad generalizations sometimes, but you can always tell me at russellmania09 at gmail.com. All right, that's going to do it. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.